Welcome to the Christian Coach Podcast. Listeners, we're so glad you're taking the time to join us and be part of this conversation. I'm excited before I introduce our guest. And I just want to remind you that the mission and purpose of our podcast is to serve coaches through conversation so they can lead like Jesus. I'm one of the co-hosts. My name's Jim Good. I'm currently serving with a ministry called Nations of Coaches. And I was looking back as I introduced Brian Greenlee. This is season four. We have over 135 episodes, and it's the first time we're having a conversation with a student athlete. So excited, Brian, to have you. I'm going to read a little bit about your intro and bio Brian is a senior in his grad year at Florida Atlantic University down here in beautiful Boca Raton, Florida. He's from Gainesville, Florida, played at the Rock School, uh, transferred in after his freshman year at Minnesota. Uh, His major is business. Last year, if you knew anything about FAU and men's basketball, what a year. And in that season, Brian started 34 games. He led the team in three-point percentage with 40.4%, points per game, ranked third in assist. And then I remember, Brian, that Kansas State game in the Elite Eight when you knocked down four out of six from the three. Big win for FAU getting into the Final Four. But Brian Greenlee, how are you, my man? I'm doing well, man. I'm, I'm just grateful to be on here. Excited. Oh, it's going to be a great conversation. I know we're getting close to the season, so I just want to say thank you for taking the time to chop it up a little bit with us. And our opening question is this, Brian, as we ask all our guests, what does it mean to you to be a Christian athlete? For sure. I think I have a better understanding now, a little later in my career than I did earlier. But uh, to me, being a Christian athlete is just being able to obviously understand that my God-given abilities are are from him and just that I am trying now to even more than before to just uh, lead in a way, act in a way that is according to, you know, how God would want me to, how Jesus would want me to. Uh, I try to use my platform in the best way that I can to glorify God. And uh, being a Christian athlete is is a big responsibility. And I mean, I just, I enjoy it so much now. It's a challenge, but I think ultimately it just means uh, showing God's love and kind of being able to uh, represent him while I'm playing the the, the game of basketball. So. Incredible answer, good insight. And I applaud your maturity. And I can just see over the years in which I've known you, um, as a player, but now getting to know you as a person, uh, I love how you said just the idea of using your platform. And, and as players, we have certain gifts and talents. And the first thing you said is you recognize those are God-given. And as coaches that are listening, we use the same platform, whatever sport we're coaching, to give God honor, to give God glory. So uh, thank you for that. Great answer. Uh, let's do this, Brian, as we talk about last season real fast. We know our listeners uh, those that are interested in basketball and hoops, they they found out a little more, more about FAU as you guys went 35 and four last year, Conference USA champs, advance all the way to the final four. And I hate to bring up the pain as I was even there in Houston on that buzzer beater shot. I know it's still a dagger 
right to the soul, man, but a 20 game win season. But as you just maybe take the time and reflect on last season and what a memorable year, what are some, maybe some highlights and memories that you have from last season? Um, Man, I think <clears throat> one that jumps out for sure. There's, there's so many and I'll, I'll touch on a few, but I would say the first two games of the season, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played Ole Miss as kind of like our season opener. And uh, it was a tough game. We we fought pretty hard, but it was kind of like a wake-up call for us. And uh, that was our first loss of the season. So we kind of had to regroup, understand that uh, the level of play that, that we were playing at and that we played against, it wasn't far off from where we needed to be, but we just had to uh, tune up some things. So the Ole Miss game, for sure, it was a it was a pivotal moment, I believe, in our season. Uh, the second, obviously, I'm from Gainesville. We went to UF and got a big-time win there. Um, that was just really, like, I feel like it set the tone for how we were going to play uh, throughout the entirety of the season. I mean, we just had so much contribution from everyone. And uh, it personally wasn't a, a great game for me, probably one of the, the worst games of the season that I played. But, man, I was just so happy for my team, uh, so happy for Coach May. You know, he used to be an assistant at UF. Yeah. So he just celebrated real real big after. And um, obviously we went on a 20-game win streak from there. I think uh, another big-time game that stuck out to me was Florida Gulf Coast. Mm. Um, man, we just had things rolling that game. They were a super talented team, and we jumped out on them, and we were just able to keep pressing and keep pressing. And I think we won by 25, maybe 30. So that was a huge win for us, and we were able to carry that momentum um, throughout the season. Uh, some other big Big time memories and games, obviously. Uh, the conference tournament, yeah. um, UAB had knocked us off the year before, and they beat us earlier in the season as well. Gave us our, our first loss after that 20-game win streak. So, I mean, it was personal. It was super personal. Uh, and we just came out there and dominated. Uh, another big time memory was North Texas. There's a lot. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. North Texas at North Texas. I remember we were we were on the ropes late. I think we were down by maybe eight points with like three minutes to go, three or four minutes to go. And that just kind of spoke to the character of our team, you know, like when we're in those pressure situations, we're able to connect and come together and stay tight and just take it play by play. And I, you've been around and you kind of, I'm sure have heard Coach May say like a frame by frame mindset. Yeah. Not thinking too far ahead, um, not thinking about previous things, just trying to attack literally each each frame, you know, even simpler than a possession, smaller than a possession. So we were just chipping away and ended up winning in a tough uh, away environment. And then... Uh, Every single game in, in the uh, March Madness yeah. tournament was was a crazy, surreal experience. So there's just I, a few. Yeah, I love hearing those memories. And, and honestly, hearing from a player's perspective, and I know you 
play the point guard position and, and the point guard is that that coach on the floor. So uh, just following you guys, what an incredible year. You mentioned Coach May and Dusty does just an incredible job getting ready to enter year six. And I know the staff with Church and TA and, and Drew and KT, just incredible leaders. And I'm sure, Brian, as you began your career, because you started out at another institution, you transferred in, and we've had this conversation before. It's different playing for those coaches, isn't it? So talk yeah, a little bit day. about, yeah, talk a little bit about their their style, their leadership, um, being an FAU athlete under those coaches. Yeah, I mean, playing for Coach May, obviously, and the coaching staff that he has, I feel like they're really just player-minded first, and it's more about building a good relationship with the players that they have than um, their job, even at some point, you know, like they put a lot of trust in the players. Uh, Coach May likes to say it's a player-led program, and that just speaks to his humility, you know, and I think um, it all starts with him. He's such a, a humble dude. He's an honest guy. And um, just him being able to show that selflessness first, everyone just kind of follows. And it, I just felt so comfortable coming there from Minnesota. Yeah. Um, Minnesota, I can't really explain the feeling there. It's just, I guess it just wasn't home, you know, it didn't feel like home. And, and FAU, I mean, from day one, the vibe was just completely different. But, I mean, I would say uh, the biggest difference is everyone just really cares for each other and wants the best. And uh, the work you put in, he'll give you an opportunity to to showcase that, unlike some other places, you know. So Great uh, response as you kind of brag on your coaches. I, I know them, that they love you as as people you know not just players and coach if you're listening go back to brian's response and just this is a player's perspective of what we do in our profession as coaches and you're going to hear words like relationship you're going to hear trust you're going to hear humility so i just think that's incredible to hear a player's perspective and that's the reason why i wanted to have brian on the show um, again, we interview a lot of coaches, but I'm getting to meet Brian off the court and you can tell in his first 10, 15 minutes, his intellect, his ability to articulate, uh, he's a leader, not only on the court, but off the court. So excited. He's taking time uh, to be with us. Uh, tell me a little bit about this, Brian, as I visit some of your practices, your games, I see the t-shirts. I know what the culture is. And I think you say it in every huddle. Uh, one, two, three, and then four, five, six. So share with us, uh, you know, what you say and what that means to you as a player and as, as a program. For sure. Uh, we say serve and compete. Hmm. So that's just kind of like our motto, our mantra that we, we feel like if we're able to serve each other and, and have that, uh, team first mindset, and then also, uh, follow it up with competitiveness, which you need to win, of course. Um, we'll be good and, and we'll, we'll like where we end up, but, uh, it's just all about serving, serving your guys. I mean, as a point guard, you uh, obviously got to serve your guys and, and, and not only from the point guard position, but just from every position, I feel like that selfless mindset allows us to have a lot of success because guys don't care about, you know, how many am I going to score tonight or, uh, I got to perform this way so I can 
uh, get a contract next year or uh, we just put in the work, try to play the right way and just play for each other and just really care about winning. That's the biggest thing. I think if you're distracted by anything else, it's sometimes too difficult to pull away in them tight situations. And a lot of games come down to a couple possessions. So, Yeah, that's beautiful. Serve and compete. And I know it's more than just a motto, more than just a uh, mantra or hashtag. You guys are living that out, the staff and the players. And there's a reason why you were, you know, 35 and four last year, Conference USA champs, final four, because you did serve each other and you do compete. You guys get at it. I'm at your practices. I see the drills. I see you guys get at it. And uh, just making each other better. So I love it. I love it. I wanted to ask you this. I know recently you just got back from Dallas with Coach May as you were invited to go up for media day. And congratulations on that to represent the university and the team. But uh, Dusty made a a, a key kind of uh, point in his interview. And I caught it and I I shared it with him. And I, I hope you caught it. And I just wanted to ask you, he mentioned the idea about, you know, a new season. We're here to to bury and build. Yeah. Bury and build. So as you hear that, what is that mentality referring to? For sure. Just the mentality of whatever happened in the past, you have to keep it in the past. Um, You can't live in the past and um, it's a new season, like Mm -hmm. plenty of times and examples from other teams where they do very well the year before and then the following year man it's maybe some ego set in or uh, some guys just start getting a little too uh, maybe cocky or maybe even just thinking that last year is going to translate you know and it doesn't it doesn't work like that Um, we're trying to raise the standard and uh, obviously the offseason you lose a lot of the habits that you've built so just burying the past and burying the fact that we had success last year and rebuilding, you know, trying to rebuild from uh, the ground up essentially and just, man, take it to an even, an even higher level. Yeah. I think. yeah, that's so good. And and like you said, you guys are going to have the bullseye on your back. You are the team, the mid-major going to the final four, going into a new conference in the American and, Man, people are circling, no doubt, you know, FAU when they come to town. So I love the idea about burying the past. Let's let's reflect. Let's think about it. But as we shared before, you know, that windshield is smaller than or the rear view, excuse me, is smaller than the windshield. So we're focusing on what's ahead, not what's behind us. Well, let's do this, Brian. Let's transition a little bit as we are on the Christian Coach podcast and, and talk about faith a little bit and you know, your faith and your relationship with Christ, when did you make that real in your life? Man, it's it's a pretty crazy story. Um, I can go back all the way to when I was younger, maybe around seven years old. Um, I accepted Jesus Christ into my life. And as a seven-year-old, you know, you don't really understand fully what that means. But um, I know that a, a seed was planted mm. and uh, I know that I was saved at that point. And <clears throat> when I was really growing up in a Christian household, you could say, I 
did believe that God was real. I believed, you know, the, the things that I was hearing, but I, you could say that I, I knew of Jesus and mm-hmm. I didn't know him and have a personal relationship yeah. with him, at least one that I could, you know, feel on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. So it was tough for me, you know, I, I definitely backslid a lot um, mm-hmm. throughout high school, middle school, even college. It didn't really take me until I would say about a year ago mm. where I was laying in my bed one day and, you know, throughout my, my career and, and, and my, you know, younger years, I'm not too old now, but <laughs> your younger years, listen to you. <laughs> um, I would always give God credit for things, you know, but I didn't really like understand. I didn't really feel so I, I probably had a little bit of maybe doubt in there, but like I was saying, it started one night and I'm thinking in my head, like, obviously I want to say I'm a Christian, but I know so many people who adamantly feel that choosing God's way and living in his will is the best thing that's ever happened in their life. And I'm sitting here like there's people that are really dying for this. And and wholeheartedly, like, it's not like they have doubt, you know, there's people being persecuted and and I'm like, there's got to be something more like mm-hmm. there's got to be something more. So that was kind of the start to uh, interest me to to learn more. And I just started watching a whole bunch of videos. I started reading a lot more. And as I was doing that, I feel like God was kind of softening my heart and opening my eyes to mm-hmm. how real it was. And um, I also used to think, like, how are all these other religions uh, teaching things and and how are they right or wrong and how how am I right or wrong? So I was able to watch some debates and things like that where people were comparing information. And, man, it was just so overwhelming, the evidence for the Christian faith, where it was at this point where I'm like... (laughs) this is it. Like, yeah, this is it. So from that point on, you know, it's been hard and and the sanctification process has been probably a little longer than I would have liked personally. I wish I could just get to the finish line already, you know, but it doesn't work. Lifelong process, Brian, lifelong. That's what happens with sanctification, my man. man. For sure. For sure. But, um, it's been the best decision that, Mm. I've made to really try to walk this thing out. I mean, there's been times where I've really felt the presence of God for weeks. Yeah. And it's just the best that I've felt. Not that everything has been going right, but I just had the most peace and the most just clarity. And man, I can't even describe to you. It, it mm. It's crazy. I've had some emotional experiences and it's just, it's been wonderful. I appreciate you sharing your testimony and using this platform to express who you are in Christ. And that's what's the beauty about being a believer. You know, I, our identity is in not what we do. You know, you are so much more than a basketball player, coach, listener. You are way more than a basketball coach. You know, that's what we get to do. But our identity is, you know, and whose we are. And we place our life, we place our hands, we place and surrender everything to Christ. He 
begins to grow us. And that's a maturation process. That is sanctification. And it's not, boom, there it is. We got it all together. No way. Sometimes I know we wish we did, but that's part of what Christ is doing in us. And that's what's happening with you, Brian, as I getting to know you on the court, but now even off the court, you are growing. You are growing in your faith. You're growing in your head knowledge, but I think, and I know you're growing in your heart knowledge. And that's, what's exciting to me. And, um, I'm just going to share a little bit. Brian and I meet Monday mornings and we're going to meet tomorrow. We've been doing this the past, I don't know, six, seven, eight weeks now. Right, Brian? We, we got yeah, a rule. Yeah. Who, whoever shows up first gets to buy the coffee. So uh, <laughs> I got to beat him tomorrow because he beats me sometimes. But we kind of were praying through something with your team, along with, you know, the character coach Hamish Reed at FAU and as much as you want, as little as you want. And I just share it because I'd love to see more teams do this. What are you guys doing with a couple of your teammates, um, you know, off the court and just kind of share a little bit about that. Yeah, man. Um, so we have just a Bible study. Uh, really it's just, it is a Bible study. We do obviously, um, incorporate biblical lessons and, uh, just, teachings and good sermons that we hear but uh, Hamish and I have kind of started leading that and uh, it's just it's just an, an area where people can come and uh, hear the word of God and also just feel comfortable to express things that they're going through um, just chop it up you know connect on a deeper level and it's, it's really been rewarding for all of us I think well I know actually that God is using that for good and um, he's got a plan there. So uh, it, it's been, it's been good for all of our, our spiritual and personal growth. Yeah. So good to hear iron sharpens iron and you are doing an amazing job leading that. And, and let me ask you this is we're still kind of talking about faith a little bit. What, what have you learned concerning your faith or a big lesson just recently, maybe in the last month, weeks, days, as you know, I follow you on social and I know you're getting more bold in your faith and what you're sharing. And like I said, I know God's working in you and through you. So what is one or two major faith lessons that he's teaching you right now, Brian? Man, one that comes to mind for sure is that I used to struggle with this personally and I, it was hard for me to grasp how you can be saved but not have to keep the commandments because usually obviously when you sin you know you separate yourself from God and just being in that position it almost feels like <laughs> there's no way God will still accept me you know like I almost gotta get re-saved yeah I have understood over the past couple of months that man once you're in God's hands hmm not going to let you go but preach preach my man just separates you from his presence yeah. and when you're far from god it's not a good feeling at all yeah and i feel like when you really experience on a deeper level and take the time to you know put in work because it does take work it's not going to be easy for you to just read your bible one time and feel something amazing um when you discipline yourself and, and God really reveals things to you and uh, you feel his presence, it's it's such a great feeling to where 
it makes you not want to do the things that you used to do, you know? Right. So I think that's the biggest lesson that just being in his presence and um, not doing life on your own is the best route to go. Mm. So you're saved either way when you put your faith in Jesus Christ and what he did for you. But um, sin just separates you from, from your blessings, man. So, yeah, that's the beauty of grace. God's grace, and that's the beauty of unconditional love. And when God accepts us into his family, we are in. And like you said, we we don't necessarily um, want to be the individual that is sinning, but we have that sin nature. And when we do sin, it does separate us, and it, it affects our, our fellowship, our relationship. We're still a child of God. And that's the beauty of becoming part of his family. So I appreciate you sharing that lesson. Uh, let's ask this, Brian, what's next? You're going into this year. It's your last year. I'm sure as all college basketball athletes want to continue playing as long as they can, whether it be, you know, the NBA professional level. Um, so I'm sure that's part of your goals and aspirations, but you're getting a degree in business um, you got some ideas, you got some plans. What does the next few years look like for Brian Greenlee? And God willing, I can continue playing basketball at the professional level. No. Um, whether that's the NBA, if not, you know, I, I'm just, I'm happy to be able to use my gifts as long as I can and, and have this platform. But um, it would be nice to maybe travel the world, go overseas and see some different countries and uh, be able to save a little bit of money and like you said i'm getting my degree in business mm -hmm. and supply chain management right now my master's degree so i feel like with the connections that i've made um, and i've been blessed to be able to uh, connect with some people in the boca area mm -hmm. uh, i would like to start a business i'd like to start a training facility nice. uh, down here down south um I'm not sure exactly what that looks like right now, but uh, if that's in God's plans, hopefully it can come to fruition. And then uh, my family and I have talked about doing some kind of family business as well. Mm. And uh, my mom just recently moved down here. So we're kind of uh, using each other to have motivation and uh, get some things done. But honestly, I'm just, you know, I could get injured and I could stop playing basketball. Whatever happens, I'm I'm just content with wherever God's going to lead me. And, and I'm okay with, you know, not playing basketball after this year, if that's what it really comes down to. But hopefully I'll, I'll be blessed enough to keep playing. Yeah. What's well, obvious, your faith is strong, even in that answer. And we are putting our life in God's hands. And it's his plans. He's sovereign. He's in control. And it's obvious that you are doing that. Again, we're with Brian Greenlee on the Christian Coach Podcast. We're getting ready to wrap some things up, Brian. This was a great conversation. I'm so excited that you took the time to be with us. We're mid-October, and I know just three weeks away, man, that regular season's coming, and it is going to fly by. Before we know it, it'll be the summertime. Here's what I like to do, Brian. All right, off script. This is called my rapid fire. Okay, it's shot clocks on. I got 10 quick questions, just simple. Yes, no, your favorite, whatever comes to mind. So uh, buckle up, man. Are you ready to go? Let's do it. All right, here we go. One minute on the clock. What is your go-to junk food? 
Probably uh, Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its, nice. What's your favorite restaurant? Uh, I like, um, it's, it's like, kind of like a fast food. It's a Mediterranean spot. Okay. Favorite sport to watch on TV? Basketball. Nice. What's your dream car? Probably a Dodge Durango SRT. Ooh, nice. No, no Jeep Liberty? Nah, I got to upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two week vacation. You and your girl Angelina. You two weeks. It's paid for. Where are you taking her? Puerto Rico for sure. Oh, nice. I right. favorite ice cream. Ah uh, man, I like the the vanilla with caramel and some some chocolate chunks in there. And, uh... <laughs> All right, <laughs> add to it. Favorite cereal. Frosted Flakes. All right. Uh, favorite tat. I know you got some ink on you, man. What's your favorite one? My new one. It's uh, on my ribs. It's a picture of Jesus holding a lamb, and he's got his uh, rod and or staff, excuse me, holding off some wolves, and it's just like Psalm 23-4, you know, my rod and my staff protect you. Oh, nice. Love it. I, I've learned all the players with the ink and the tats. There's always meaning. There's always yeah. stories behind yeah. it, so love it. I right, two more. One of your favorite Bible verses or scripture references. You just alluded to one, so it may yeah. be that one, but maybe you have another one. I like Proverbs 14, 23. All hard work brings a profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. Ooh, good one, my man. And last but not least, uh, one of your favorite Bible characters. Oh. Favorite Bible characters. Outside of Jesus, um, probably Job. Mm. Job's one of my favorite. Why you say Job, man? His faith was just incredible. And that's the place that I, I aspire to be, you know. Yeah. Whatever happens, just still trust God through it all. Man, what a great way to end, Brian. Appreciate you taking the time to be here. Um we, we usually end in prayer, and I'm going to do that in a second. And again, coaches, listeners, thanks for taking the time to be with us on the Christian Coach Podcast. We remind you that the mission field is right where you are at. And as this program continues, as one of the co-hosts, we're just so excited to serve you, to connect with you. And Brian, you did an amazing job. This was a great conversation that's going to reach a lot of people. Um, let's close in prayer and Thanks so much for being with us. For sure. Appreciate it. God, thanks for a great conversation. Thank you for the Christian Coach Podcast, the platform that it is to um, serve coaches through conversations so we can ultimately lead like Jesus. Thank you for Brian. Thank you for his heart, for his testimony as he represents you, as he represents FAU, his family. Thank you for the success that the team has been having. Watch over them as they get ready for the upcoming season. Pray for the coaches, the staff, the managers, his teammates. Uh, may they honor and glorify you on the court. Keep them safe. Keep them free of injury. God, we thank you for being a big God who, who loves us, who died on the cross for us, that we can have eternal life, that we can have a relationship with you, and we can connect with you on a daily basis. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you, Brian. Thank you.